0: The following episode was recorded in 2021. Let's jump in. All right, let's do it. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for uh, being part of this awesome community. Um, As we journey through the New Testament, today we're in Philippians chapter 4, and we wrap up um, this short but powerful Book of the Bible by the Apostle Paul. Um, lots of uh, awesome quotable verses in Philippians chapter 4, so get your underliner ready. I got I got my pen ready. Welcome, everybody. Great, great to have you on today. Um, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's jump in. Philippians 4. Therefore, there's another therefore, based on the end of chapter 3, which is talking about the resurrection. We'll be transformed. And so based on the fact that Jesus is going to raise us from the dead. Therefore, brothers and sisters, to whom I love and long for my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way. Stand firm in the Lord this way, dear friends. I like that. He uses actually two um, relational terms there, right? Brother and sister, family terms. But also friends. You know, sometimes you have, you know, your relationship with your family is different than your relationship with your friends. <laughs> you know, the family, there's a sense in which you're closer to your family. But there's also a sense in which you you have a different and deeper relationship with friends sometimes than even you have with your family. And Paul's saying, in the family of God, we have both. We have this family connection. Like, we're family. Like, you can't change that. But we also, there's a friendship. There's a fellowship. There's a doing life together that that Paul is expressing uh, in his relationship to the Philippians. My brothers and sisters. My dear friends. says i verse two i plead with e- eodia and i plead with centaiche to be of the same mind in the lord apparently there was a couple of ladies in the church a couple of ladies in the church having a little dispute <laughs> you know sister tithe much upset with sister offering about something And uh Paul saying, hey, saying, you know, work with these two ladies, work with these two ladies for the love of Jesus and the power of the resurrection, bring them together. (laughs) Couple, couple ladies having an issue. (laughs) So amen. Isn't it good to know? It was a mess in the first century, too. People were, you know what, people were people in the first century too. <laughs> somebody got left out of somebody's party. Somebody was having a party. Somebody having a little fellowship at their house. And uh somebody left somebody out. But somebody didn't know somebody wanted to go. How they how, how's I supposed to know she wanted to be there? You know, I, you know, in the petty pettiness, pettiness sometimes. And so somebody mad at somebody, and Paul's like, "For the love of Jesus, for the love of Jesus, and for the power of the resurrection, for the fact that we're gonna be with Jesus with a new body in eternity. Could you please just get along?" <laughs> so we don't need none of that. That's what he's saying. Um. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these. Lord, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. <laughs> Lord, Lord, help them. You know, you got people in your life like that. You got people in you in the church, Christian friends. They, they're your brothers and sisters and they're your family. But you say, oh, Lord, would you please help? Would you just please help them? So that's what Paul says. He true. true. Co- help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. They end up, their name is in the book of life. Can they please just get along? <laughs> perspective, right? That's what Paul running. He, he just said he's saying perspective. Your name's in the book of life. Get over your minor grievances. And. Body of Christ, help each other. Don't don't fan this division this and don't fan disagreement. Oh yeah, I'd be mad too. She didn't invite you. Oh yeah, I'd be mad about that. Oh yeah, there's a reason she left you out. Oh, I wouldn't put up with that. Uh uh-uh, oh, not me. What you doing? You are fanning the problem. You're not helping. <laughs> right? Paul saying no. Church, 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 church. Come around these two ladies. And help bring them together, not not try to divide them even further. Be peacemakers, right? Yeah. Good morning, Trisha. Good morning, Janine. <laughs> Good morning, Trevor. Yeah. And uh, he mentions Clement. Clement um, was a. Uh, Pretty influential, that name. We don't know for sure it's the exact same person, but Clement was a very um, uh, well-known apostle in Rome. In fact, he wrote two letters that have been preserved. Obviously, they're not in our Bible, but he wrote a couple of letters, a guy named Clement in Rome. So he gets a little shout out right here. Uh, Verse four, here we go. Got the highlighter ready? Nobody highlighting, help those women out. Nobody highlighted that. But this one, it's a good one. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again in case the people in the back row can't hear me. (laughs) Rejoice. Yeah, rejoice in the Lord. Man, isn't that a good word for you today? No matter what you're going through. No matter what you're doing today, right? Whatever's happening in your life, rejoice in the Lord. Paul's in prison, and he says what? It's time to rejoice, <laughs> but Paul, you're in prison, but it's time to rejoice. I'm going to tell you again, it's time to rejoice, but Paul, you're in prison and like you got shackles on your wrist and you're chained up and you can't do all the things you used to do. But I'm going to tell you again, it's time to rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Didn't you hear what I just said in the first three chapters, what Paul said? Oh yeah. There's, he's, he's reminding us. There is reason to rejoice in your life right now. You take inventory of all your life right now, right where you are. And then you put all the positives that Jesus brings to your life and promises to you in the future. You know what? There's reason to rejoice every single day. It's a good jam right there. Verse five let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. You know that works. You better straighten up daddy coming home. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's saying, let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord, the Lord nearby. Daddy coming home. <laughs> you know how it is. Daddy, dad pulls in the driveway, kids start acting nice all of a sudden. Like, whoa, hey, we good. We good. We good. The Lord is near. To so be gentle. Verse six, oh, another quote one, got your pen, got your pen, got your pen. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Wow. Don't be anxious about anything. What does that mean? When you start to feel anxiety, what is he telling us to do? Bring that to the Lord in every situation bring that to the lord in prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god whatever it is that's causing you anxiety don't 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 feed the anxiety and the fear bring that anxiety to the feet of jesus that's awesome and get and here's what happens and here's what happens verse 7 you want you want to highlight this one too and what happens and then the peace of god a reine or uh, shalom and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. You bring that anxiety that's that's filled your mind and your heart. We bring that to Jesus. We place it at his feet with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. And what happens? This miracle happens. Miracle. Did you hear that? Miracle. I just came right out of there from nowhere. Miracle. Miracle. But this miracle happens—the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. You can't explain it, can't can't even explain it. Transcends all understanding. It guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. You know, worry is just meditation in reverse, right? Worry is just meditating on negative things. Someone said, "I don't know how to meditate." Well, do you worry? Yeah. Well, then you know how to meditate. Because worry is meditating on a negative outcome, a fear, right? We all do it. I do it. And I catch myself. Wait, I'm meditating on a worst case. I'm meditating on a fear. And what do we do? We have to switch that. Paul switch that. Don't meditate on a fear. Think about he's gonna he's gonna go in here right now about whatever whatever brothers, whatever is true. Meditate on this, don't don't meditate on your fear. Don't meditate on your anxiety. Don't meditate on a worst possible outcome. Watch this. This is what we should do instead. And finally, brothers and sisters, this is what we should meditate on. Verse 8, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think, meditate, fill your minds, fill our minds with these things. Wow. That's kind of cool, right? So when we, you know, long before many of the scientific studies that have been shown to prove that there are pathways in our brains and repeated behavior creates these pathways in our brains. And it's very hard to remove those pathways. So we have, we have worries or fears or habits that are kind of ingrained. Those are very hard to break. And you don't really break them just by ignoring them. You break them. You, you 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 don't really break them. You don't ever really break them. What do you do? You create new patterns. You create new pathways. And so long before all that neurological study and research had been done scientifically, the Bible tells us exactly the same thing right here about how to create new habits. We don't work, we, we don't we don't we don't get rid of anxiety by saying, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry. Because what are you doing? You think about worry. Like my son, like you're driving, you driving the car. I'm not going to worry about a wreck. I'm not worried about him getting in a wreck. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. Well, I'm already worried about him getting in a wreck. Because <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about. No, you got to change that to a positive thing. Man, he's going to get, he's, he's, he's experienced freedom. He's going to be, he's going to get there safely. He's going to arrive whole and well. He's going to, uh, it's going to be a great learning experience for him. Now I've switched my thoughts. So when we when we're worried about something, he says, Don't work, don't say, don't try to tell yourself not to worry. No. Fill your mind with what? With things that are true. Where it's truth, the word of God. Find things verses that verses have been the word of God that speak truth. Whatever is noble, whatever is right. Think of pure things, right things, good things, cleanly, holy things. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, fill our minds with those things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah, that's another great underlinable verse right there. Basically four through nine, just just might as well underline the whole thing. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you on today. Verse 10. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. So Paul's thankful for the church and their concern for him. Indeed, you were concerned because remember, they brought him, They, they Epaphroditus brought uh, Paul a care package from the Philippians uh, for him when he was in prison. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. So that was no, you couldn't, there was an opportunity for you to extend your compassion. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I here's another. You ready? Get your pen. Here it comes. I have learned to be content. I have learned to be content. Whatever the circumstances, man, I'm still growing in that one. I don't know about you, but man, I'm still growing in that one. Learning to be content in every circumstance. I know I broke my pen. Did you see that? <laughs> Whoa, man, broke my pen. I got one. <laughs> I still, I'm still gonna go it though. Here we go. Um, here we go. Where is it? I, uh, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Whatever the circumstances, I know that I know what it is to be in need. How many of us know what it is to be in need? I know what it is to have plenty. I've I've been I've been dirt poor. I've had I've been rich. I've had my needs met. I've had days when I wondered if they would be met. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. What is it? Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Here it is. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. There it is again. Ooh, I gotta highlight that one too. Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now, it's interesting because this isn't about achievement. You know, we often use this verse for achievement. I can do anything through Christ's giving me strength. E- maybe, yeah, okay. But that's not what this verse is really about. This verse is really about walking through every season of life, every valley, every challenge. He's saying, I can do all things. No matter what life throws at me, I can make it. Praise break. Why? Because of Jesus. I can do all things. I can go through sickness. I can go through disease. I can go through prosperity. I can go through disappointment. I can go through success. I can go through every season of life, every up and down, every hill and valley. Yes. I can go through every hill and valley. Why? I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. His grace and strength are sufficient. Yes. That's what that's about, man. Yeah, you can go through heartbreak, you go through puppy love, you can go through heartbreak, you can go through marriage, you can go through breakup, you can go through every season, everything, no matter what life throws at you. Cancer, I can go through it all. Why? Cuz I can I can muster up the willpower? No, I can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. Some of you need to hear that today maybe. And God loves you. He's for you. You think I don't know if I can make it through you through this season. Yes, you can. Because you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Don't even listen to the devil's lie. The devil will tell you no, I don't know if I don't know if Christ can make can help you through this one. you, you you're in too deep on this one. You you anger, not. No, that's a lie. You can do all things through Christ gives you strength. Now you got to rely on him. Don't rely on your own strength. You may have to have some good friends and family and counselors around you that God puts in your life, but it's, but through Christ, he'll carry you, man. He'll give you strength. He'll give you strength. Strength you don't even have. Strength you don't even know where to get. Strength you didn't even know where is available to you. Christ will give you strength. Man, verse fourteen. Yet it was good for you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I went out, when I was was, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the manner of giving and receiving except you only. So, from the earliest days, these Philippians were on Paul's side in every way—prayerfully, financially, uh, emotionally. They were they were on his team, man, from day one. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. These are good people, man. Not that I desired your gifts. What I desire is to be. It, what I what I desire is that more be credited to your account. What's Paul saying? Paul saying that you know God keeps record <laughs> when we give towards um, kingdom work. God will reward. I have received full payment and more than enough. More than enough, man. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Watch verse 19. Get your pen ready. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. How many of your needs will God meet? Every one of them. My God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And through Jesus, he's going to meet every single one of your needs. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Verse 21. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The people of God in Jesus. I love that. The people of God are in Jesus. It's just this beautiful image of family that we are in Jesus. It's like Jesus, Jesus got big arms, got big loving arms, and we it, it's just wrapped around his entire family. And we're all in Jesus. His his arms are around us all. He's like, in and, and, and uh y'all, y'all stop fighting over there. But he we got his arms around us. You're in Jesus. Jesus is in you and you're in Jesus and the brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. all God's people here send you greetings especially to those who belong to Caesar's household see that the gospel has reached all the way to Caesar's household. <laughs> Paul's saying remember how Paul started this don't like don't be a, don't worry about my chains. This is being used to advance the gospel, and at the end of this letter, he's like, "Hey, yeah. By the way, as I'm wrapping up this letter, I just want to let you know uh, that these folks at Caesar's household they send their greetings to you, church. Some of them are your brothers and sisters in Christ now. <clears throat> yes, it's the power of the gospel. That's what Paul said. Man, don't worry about the gospel. It's going to spread, whether I'm in chains or not. The gospel will spread, and so these boys." Caesar's household, they say hello. They say, God bless you. They say, peace with you, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Verse 23, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. It's a good word right there, man. May that be a benediction over your heart today. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, so be it. Man. All right, you guys. Thanks for being on today. Good stuff. So much in here. Just uh amazing, amazing truth in the in the gospel in the fourth chapter of Philippians. Well, let's pray. Lord, thank you. Our hearts are full from your word as we come time and time again to this feast of the word of God, we say, thank you. Thank you for feeding our souls, for nourishing us in ways we didn't even know we needed until we opened up the bread of life. And today, once more, you have fed us and we have feasted and we say, thank you. Lord, today we choose to rejoice because of all the good things you have done for us and what you have planned for us as well. Lord, we pray for the peace of God that transcends understanding to guard our hearts and minds today. Lord, that we would think on things that are true and noble and right and pure and lovely and desirable and admirable and praiseworthy. Lord, we that we we choose to think on these things. Lord, may um, may we learn the truth that Paul taught to be content in every circumstance. Lord, our circumstances are different even today. Lord, but may each of us in each situation learn the the, uh, the ability to be content and hopeful and confident in you. And God, whatever season we in, we're in, I pray for each and every one of my friends today for them, for each of us to grab hold of the truth that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. We can do all things through you. So we receive your strength and we walk forward knowing that you are with us and that you will give us exactly what we need for this day, for tomorrow and for as many days as we have on this earth. Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Love you guys. Appreciate you so much. Love this community and our ability to pray and learn together and be inspired together through God's word. It's an awesome, awesome thing. So hope you have a great day. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Philemon. Um, just one chapter from Philemon. We'll dive into that and uh, on Thursday. So have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's Word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.